The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Episode 296 is April 20th. 2023 tonight's show is brought to you by Caldera Labs and calderalab.com. Use promo code 1420lab at calderalab.com and get some uh, men's skin care products uh, today and keep that youthful exuberance in your mug all year long. Dave, um, happy 420, Brent. Oh, I was going to get to that in a second. Happy 420. Uh, yeah, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast and 420 are, are different entities altogether. I, when I first came up with the idea of, for, of 1420, uh, it was the COVID year of uh, summer of 2020. And I there was three, four beers sitting in front of me and three four times 355 is 1420. So I just ran with it. And then uh, not thinking about the 420 thing, which I, I have dabbled with uh, a long, long, long time ago. Uh, so 420 and 1420 aren't necess- uh, necessarily associated, but we don't besmirch on the 420. Dave, did you have yourself a 420 day today? I actually, I was planning on it, but then uh, the wife had to leave. And so uh, boy and I had supper together. And then I had a couple of little... Uh, housekeeping things to do before uh, logging on and i completely forgot it as you said april 20 i was like ah fuck i forgot to partake i'll i'll the next commercial break i'll uh, i'll rectify oh, i can't I, I can't wait for the intelligence that'll come out of your yap well, after that. It, 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 oh it i'm is, kidding i don't know, care it's, it's like uh st patrick's day for drinkers it's a day for the amateurs and i'm i'm not an amateur and so, uh, but you know, it would be something just as a tip of the hat to the day. To the uh, the uh, who's uh, Bob Marley and the thing of the world and everything. Actually, at, at 4:20 every day on um, Rock 105 in the hat. I don't know if they do it here in uh, in 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 Lethbridge, but they play a Bob Marley song every day at 4:20 <laughs> every single day. The DJ must be a burner. Might be. It's legal now, so whatever, that doesn't, doesn't much matter. Uh, day this morning, I wake up, there's snow on the ground, big pets' heads are falling off, and then I tune into CNN, and uh, Elon Musk and SpaceX are, are shooting rockets into the sky that the... The uh, biggest rocket ever! Like, I'm just the biggest rocket ever, ever, unmanned, thank God. It blew up, fell into the Gulf of Mexico. As I'm watching this, Dave... I got, the, I, and I don't care what Musk does. I think he's a fucking idiot. But what I mean, smarter than I am. He's obviously a trillionaire. But um, as I'm watching this go on, it, it, it's all forgetting the uh, the unmanned unmanned um, rocket to the moon is what they're trying to do. And like, apparently, they've already sold Mars. tickets. I think they're going to try the moon first and then get to Mars. Oh, okay. So the moon one's first. So anyways, this one went up four, four minutes in the sky, blew up, fell in, in, in the ocean. The more I watch these guys trying to go to the moon and the dick swinging contest that these guys have, the more that I think the actual moon landing didn't happen. Like, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but there's a reason why they haven't been back there since. And these guys are spending how much money. The technology is way better than it was 50 years ago. 
I, I'm doubting that there was a moon landing. I'm actually 99% sure there was not a moon landing. I'm 99% sure. You're an idiot. Oh, you and you and Kyrie, like, no, you're a fucking idiot. Like, it happened, right? So why haven't they been back? Because they're like, to what end? They've learned all they have to know. And then even with today's technology, the shit that they can learn from the moon, from being on the moon, they can probably do with, honestly, like lasers and and stuff like that. You can shoot lasers. Lasers. What is this fucking fucking awesome awesome fucking powers? Lasers. Yes. Well, just like sonar (laughs) or whatever the fuck, radio waves. Oh, no. It, 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 like you're smarter than that, you know that. I happens. I think I am, and that's the thing. I I am smarter than that. I think I am smarter than that. They have. Have been, you have you ever been they've ever, they've ever been? I don't. Think I've been, ever been in Houston. I've been to the the space center, and I've seen the rockets. I've seen the capsules. I've seen the moon rockets. I've seen shit that has been on the moon. I believe it. And it says who? Well, like, you know, like, what are we supposed to do? Like, it's true. It's not. It's true. It's not. I don't fucking know. I don't know either. But, but Dave, all I'm saying is back then, the technology was a lot less than than we've ever had. Correct. And then then now that we can't even get fucking four minutes into space, we're blowing these things up and fucking falling down. There's something fishy. Oh, stop it now. Like, these are, this is the first, the biggest of its kind. And then this is what Elon Musk does with those SpaceX. Like, to, like, Failure is an option on these unmanned first time ever. Do you see the rockets, the reusable rockets that that fucker makes now? Like they? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I. I well, no, no. Oh, so you don't know about that? You don't know about? I don't. I, I don't pay attention. I, I, I saw this morning on a fucking postage stamp, and after being in space and dropping satellites, they come back down and land on a, like a a twenty by twenty meter by twenty meter postage stamp in the ocean. I don't know. That's just, how good this technology is. I just have my doubts. Okay. I've all, no, I've, no, I have, just have no, my doubts. Ninety-nine percent sure is pretty doubtful. But we're not a we're not a conspiracy moon landing. Like next week, whatever you're going to tell me, you're a flat earther. Oh, I'm not a flat earther. I'm well, not a flat earther. Eventually, you would just well, fall says, off if the Earth was flat. Says who? Says who? Well, I just I, I've always I've always had my doubts, and this is kind of added to it about the, the moon landing. It's one of those things. Anyways, Dave, the uh, we'll get into some sports, and because not no one's listening, uh, the, the uh, NHL playoffs got going tonight, uh, or still are still going on tonight. The Leafs are up seven two. The Rangers are up four one as we speak right now. Uh, what's crazy, David? We talked about this. I think it was a week and a half ago that. Uh, Home ice advantage isn't really that much of a home ice advantage. The first round, the first or the first two, uh, the first night of, of each team, the the the, uh, the road team won six out of eight games, and they didn't look good in a lot of those situations. Dave, I think that the NHL might uh, there might be something that they might have a, a thing on their hands where if a team finishes ahead, they might have a situation where a team goes, "Can we defer the first two games at home because I'd rather start on the road." <laughs> you might think sometimes, right? Um, it's ridiculous how much, uh, how many of the of the road teams won, uh, especially like a big surprises. The the Jets beat the the Golden Showers, and uh, Avalanche beat the uh, the Kraken. Kraken beat the Avalanche. Lost to the, yeah, lost to the Kraken. 
like that's those are the big seeds losing to to small seeds and you know what it it, it happens and game two is really gonna to show a lot more the Oilers totally stepped on their dicks in game one they should be up to nothing in this series um they played a fairly uninspired game last night I I did watch it's funny got done all the family duties and everything logged on and uh, logged on well turned on the game and Oilers are up to nothing within I turned it on the perfect time five minutes later it was two two and it was like well fuck I guess the word's out that we're divorced and the Oilers don't want me watching but I managed to stay awake long enough to see him take the lead then fall asleep before the end of the game. Well, I was the same way last night, Dave. I was watching the, uh, we, we had a, a day yesterday, me and Deanna, I was watching the Oilers game and they were up to nothing. And all of a sudden it was two, two fell asleep, woke up this morning, four, two, but yeah, that there's something that, that uh, dry sidle, he is something else in the playoffs year in, year out. He is unbelievable. There's got to be something. Yeah. He's just a horse out there and he just does almost does what he wants out there. Uh, that Kings team is really good and they're a little bit underrated, but there's got to be something a little bit wrong with McDavid right now because he has the, the one point so far. And, and, and I, I would say to, to a man that uh, dry saddle is, is carrying that team a little bit through the first two games. And it, it's something else to watch how the NHL playoffs just go night in night out. And, you, you, and I was thinking about this earlier on today that, the teams that didn't make the playoffs, you, you you actually realize how bad some of those teams must be because these teams are playing now. They're they are all really really good and they are flying to it to a man. Like every team, you look at Boston; they're one and one with 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 Florida that that's, that that ended up in eighth. You look at you look at the, the Toronto game tonight with Tampa. You look at the Rangers and, and Jersey. Uh, all these teams and that, that Minnesota. Um, Dallas yeah. series, those teams, like those teams, those games, they're those teams are absolutely flying. The skill level is unbelievable. So, and you look at teams that didn't make the playoffs, how far they have to go to even have a fucking chance, man. Like, it, it's like it is such a I don't want to say have and have nots, but there's teams that aren't in, they don't have any idea how far away they are. I don't think. No, I I agree. They I I would assume they do have an idea because everybody's in the been in the league and and has played on other teams and have friends and and on other teams or the management has played on other teams that have uh, licked the jar at least. It's you know you know a franchise kind of once they have they have to decide what kind of franchise you're going to be like. Do we want to make the playoffs or do we want to contend for the cup? Because there's two different things. It's two, it's, it's two completely different things. Making the playoffs is nice. It's nice. But do we have a chance to win the cup here? Making you know, the playoffs would be a huge mistake. Yeah. In the, you know, in the first round, anything can happen, chip in a chair. But, you know, so now you upset in the first round, you're out in the second. And, you know, and that's the thing. And that's, you know, the Calgary Flames thing. That's been the order thing for the past six years, right? You know, a couple deep deeper runs but you know at the end of the day you're you now got a shittier draft pick and you're no closer to the Stanley Cup than you were a season ago so you know you got your teams like you know that we laugh at the least because they're always out in the first round but they're a team built to contend if they can ever win a fucking round Boston like they've been a good team forever the avalanche it took them a couple years 
The, but they, now, they, they one all off there. there they got, got McCarr and the rest. Now the rest is history. They got a cup with with I wouldn't say because of one guy, but he he didn't hurt. He didn't hurt the cause, right? At all. You like know, that kid's a fucking stud, man. Mm-hmm. They're they're so good, and you know Vegas now. Vegas is. Are they a contender? They got to the cup the the cup final that first year, and then uh, they were they were licking the jar, but then they missed last year, and now. We'll we'll see if they're pre- uh, pretender or not. Like, are they a team that's just happy making the playoffs? They say they want to win the cup, but you know, you you got you, you can't win you can't win a series you're not in. And and Colorado has proven themselves to be to be real, and and they're set up for to be a a really good fucking team for a couple years now. Like you, you you look at these games they're playing now. There's there's guys that are fighting and the the, the battles that are going on. It's like there was two fights in the in the least game tonight, and there's there was a just a fight happening in the Rangers uh, Islanders game to, or, or or Devils game tonight. And it's it it seems like um, during the regular season it almost doesn't matter because I think a lot of teams know. Yeah, you have your fringe teams like the Flames who didn't make the playoffs, but the regular season's so much different than the than the playoffs. And and this playoff time is when the big boys step up. And when the gritty, and when the gritty teams step up, and then and when guys who have coaches and teams who have coaches or GMs, we talked about a few weeks ago that when you have a guy like Joe Sackick on as your as your general manager, and you have you have a guy like Steve Eisman as your general manager, Craig Craig Berube as your head coach, that these teams and Gerard Gallant with the Rangers, I'm seeing him on on TV, been around the league for a long time. Like when it comes to when, when push comes to shove in the National Hockey League, and when push comes to shove uh, in the playoffs, it seems like you you need to have those grit grinders. You look at a guy like Corey Perry with with the um, with the Tampa Bay Lightning, and he probably he's probably paint playing for nothing former heart trophy uh winner um back with the ducks i think it was in 2012 or 13 doesn't much matter it's a long time ago but you need guys like that to win a championship and and hockey is one of those things you you need those grit grinder guys that who aren't afraid that, to get dirty aren't afraid to get dirty perry got in a fight tonight i think he's got he's got two goals and three assists yeah obviously tampa scored seven goals and leaves it tonight but man oh man you see a guy like Corey perry who probably I, i'm i'm assuming doesn't need to play hockey anymore he's probably got enough money in the bank but you know what he loves it and he he has that drive to go out and win that you see, you you don't see it in other sports. I I, I don't I, I like to a man hockey. The hockey playoffs are just different. Maybe it's because Canadian bias that I have, but the NHL playoffs, especially the first round, man, these guys put the effort in like nobody's business. I, the the intensity just gets ratcheted, right? Like so because now it's um they have the eighty two game season, but now this is now a seven game series. Every game becomes like two weeks of NFL now, right? It's, it's the, the, the importance of every game is, is, is ratcheted up to such a, such a level that every shift matters. You can't take time off. You can't play the game of hockey at this intense level that they do for the Stanley cup playoffs. You just can't, they'd be dead. Like (laughs) there'd be the injured list would be longer than the the active roster like i don't know but you know what i'm saying right you, you just can't you can't be this dialed in and this um intense and care this much for 82 games like i get i'm i'm, I'm not suggesting for a minute they don't care 
But I am suggesting that this they can take a night off and here and there where you know, I, uh, whatever, fuck, I had a bad night or I'm not feeling very good or whatever. It's it's crazy, Dave. Like the, you, you see, like the Rangers are, are going to be up to nothing in their series. Uh, you you have uh, who is it? Uh, Carolina's up to nothing in up. their series. Uh, when it's two nothing. It's eighty. I think it's eighty-five percent. I read today that when you're up to nothing in a series, you're 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 done. When, do, as a fan, when do you go? Fuck me, man. This this ain't looking so good. Because I was, I'm a Leafs guy through and through. No, no matter what. And I was like, it, it looked really bad the other night. The way they got they they got shit stomped tonight. There's no getting around that. And then I, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be good. And once again, we out in the first round. I wasn't thinking a sweep, but like. Hockey is such a roller coaster of emotions, no matter what, man. Because if you're up even 3 1, 4 1 in, in game two, it can go sideways so quick. A, a shot off a goal, a, a guy's ass. This could happen. That can happen. When do you get a little bit nervous uh, if you're if you were still an Oilers guy or back when you were an Oilers guy? Um, when did you go, oh, we're fucked? It's all about game three, I, I think. Um, I remember that year uh, before the strike so was that 2002 2003 when the Oilers lost to the Hurricanes we weren't divorced yet Six. um 2000 Six. yeah sorry yes it was after the strike four the was strike the Flames was five was the strike six was the yeah. uh, the Oilers I remember uh talking to a buddy on the on the phone second round um the Oilers were playing San Jose Sharks and San Jose was so fast and then like, oh, we're fucked. There ain't no way we're beating these guys. And then I'll I'll remember it for a long time. The the it was a hit. It was Rafi Torres oh. doing one of those Scott Stevens hits on uh, Morneau. Was that his name? Uh, the guy that played forever for the Sharks Marlo. and finishes Marlow. That's it, Marlow. Just caught him with his head down and put him in the next week. And that changed the entire momentum of the series. And and that hit allowed the Oilers to believe they can do it. And and that team, I don't know how they did it, but... Chris Pronger. Whatever. And then they would either do, like, I don't know if they would snort lines or something like that on the bench, but they would have like a six-minute span where they would score three goals. Like It, would it be was unbelievable. Game, that, that, that 2006- and then they would score goals in bunches. It was like Fernando Pisani and... And Morrow and Horkoff and search off for Horkoff. And yeah, that yeah. that team was fun, man. Like that team was so great. Mike Pekka on the bench and like you take take your shirt off. He's uh, the hairiest bastard out there. And that that team was unbelievable. And that the playoff hockey was so it, it's so great to watch that. And you like I, that that Oilers team, man, that I, I don't want to say captivated the nation, but man, there there wasn't too many people who, who, who weren't Oilers fans back then. Like, at, like it was exciting as hell. You had to watch because honestly, I was, was living in Vernon, BC at the time, and no matter what. Like everywhere, like there are obviously Vancouver Canuck fans out there in BC, but to a man, there there were people were cheering for those for for that Oilers team. They were unbelievable. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah, you go watch. take a piss because Prong, Pronger goals. took a penalty shot goal in game in uh, in this in the uh, I wasn't against. I don't think it was against uh, Carolina in the finals, but like those guys could do no wrong at one point, and it it, it it just how it rolled and rolled and rolled. It was unbelievable. Like it was crazy how they because I think they played they played Detroit in the first round. And found found a way to like it was it was unbelievable how they, they just found a way to win. It was unbelievable. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and then and they weren't goalieing teams for fuck's sake. They had Rollison in that, so they could have had anybody in there. 
Like they were just, they, they, they played a sound system. They had Pronger in the back at his absolute peak of his abilities. And, and they believed in each other. And, and honestly, it was like six minutes a game. They would score three goals and yeah, then take crazy. the wind out of the sails. And, and, and they would, they would do it. Like, I, I don't know how they did it. And if, um, Ty Conklin knew how to stop a beach ball. The Oilers would have had a surprise cup there. In if, if they would have went with Juicy Markkinen instead of Ty yep. Conklin that year, yep. in that in, the, in that in that twenty five minutes he had to play, the Oilers yep. were going to cup in that year. It's crazy. Agreed. It's so crazy. The uh, speaking of that, the Oilers they they had a rough one on game one. Uh, they're blaming referees. It was a horseshit call. The officiating has. I've been watching a lot more games this year than I have been in past years uh, down here in the Yankee Tavern North of 1420 World Headquarters. Um, the officiating has been, and I hate to, it's Thursday, so I'll be smirch. I hate to be smirch on on officials because I, I kind of am one. Um, but the refereeing in the Seneca playoffs so far has been, for lack of a better term, fucking atrocious. Like fucking it's been, atrocious. It's Bad. definitely been lacking. I, mean, I don't understand why is the moment too big for them. Maybe they needed game one to. Uh, no, there were some calls jitter. tonight. Just like, what the? That's not a penalty. Yeah. And, and, and maybe that's the thing. Like, I, I, like, I'm trying to think of a reason because, you know, we're going to bitch about officials no matter what the game, whether, when, what the stakes are. But at, at this point in the season, NFL, sorry, NHL is one of the, is the the league where they take the best ones. It's not a union appointed gig like it is for Major League Baseball. Yeah. So they put the best ones there. They put the ones there that they think are going to succeed and call a fair game. But then also too, the league is always in their ear. We're going to call more penalties this year. We're going to do this more. And then they're trying to balance it up. I'm giving them a pass for the first two games here, three games. And and then let's see if it gets better because, like you say, I I agree that that it, that officiating has been not as good as we want to see, but it can't get worse. I, I think know. it can because buttholes well, get get a little bit tighter, right? And it, I think it can get worse. And the thing that bothers me, the, the uh, like that you watch the uh, the Carolina. Islanders game last night, how one team has six penalties, the other team has none. Six is fine. Zero is, is that it's, it's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane to think that in a, in, in a hockey game, that one team did not have an infraction. It's actually impossible to do for, to, for, for there to be six power plays to zero. And then I watched some of the highlights after I watched the game. And you're like, how how was that a penalty? How, how that wasn't? Like, hockey's hard to officiate because the guys are going so fast. But, man, oh, man, Dave, these guys, they're blowing it. Like, they're absolutely blowing it. Yes, see, there's more replays. Yes, there's more cameras and on and on and on. But, man, you would hate to. And and we talked about it. Remember, we had Tom O'Connor back on, on, on the show back, I think it was January. He said, don't leave in the officials' hands then, right? Don't leave a game in the officials' hands. But hockey's kind of one of those games where you kind of d- depend on the officials to give you a power play once in a while. Yeah, and it's not even that. Like, So even if your uh, penalty kill is, is taken, it's fucking up the lines, right? You got your, your, your penalty kill units out there a lot more. And then those guys are a little bit more tired come the second and third period. And, 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 and it, and it feeds into the, the flow of the game. You can't get any momentum going. Anytime you get some momentum going, 
all of a sudden you're shorthanded again. Like you can't, you can play through it, but it becomes monumentally. It's like walking up a, a hill. Like it's, we can walk up a hill, but now like walking and up a hill. And then I got to do it again. Yeah. And then it's in six inch snow. And now we're doing it in a foot deep snow. It, it gets again. a lot harder. It gets a lot harder every single time. No, it's been, the, the hockey's been fantastic. It's been fast. It's been it's been really, really like an unbelievable drama so far. Like it's a, the the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs are the best, and then it kind of wanes off after that. And by the time it comes June when they're ha- the they're, they're hoisting Lord Lord Stanley's Cup, I don't really watch anymore. But man, oh man, you got some teams that are just flying. Like I that Winnipeg team is they they, they surprise the hell out of me on uh, on Tuesday night, and they're just get taking the ice now uh, against the Vegas Golden Knights. It was it was great to watch. Did you? You see that kid get uh, the skate in the face? I did. Like holy, and then got him back on the ice an hour later after he got all stitched up. Morgan Barron. That'll leave a mark. And then he got LeBron and those Kawhi's got a spray knee tonight. Not doing this can't play. Like if I was an NBA coach, NBA maintenance stays in the fucking playoffs. If I was an NBA coach or an owner or whatever the fuck I would take the a picture of, of, of or, or a video or an iPad, a shot of Morgan Barron getting cross-checked in the back with his, his face going into the goalie skates, Lord, Laurent Brassot, Larry Brassot of the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, the goaltender. I would take that picture to NBA player, you, whoever, so you can't play, but this guy is. He makes one one hundredth of what you do. Get out there and fucking play, because this guy got seventy five at least. They 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 quit counting actually. <laughs> at least seventy five stitches to his face. Was watching the puck go in the net was his biggest concern, and then he when he realized he could see both uh, out of both eyes, that's when he's okay. I'm fine. Was worried about the puck going in the net, and these fucking NBA guys are having. Fucking maintenance days in the playoffs. I and then came and then came back and came back an hour and, later. Went to the coach. Went to went to uh, uh, Bo, Bo, Rick Bonus and said, "Yeah, I'm ready to go. Can, I'm ready. I'm ready. Put me in. Put me in. Put me in. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. He's probably yeah. hopped up on whatever. Who knows? But it's a couple of Red Bulls and it's not. I'm ready to go. Seventy five stitches." Ready to go, didn't like miss the shift only because he was getting he was getting stitched up. And these fucking NBA guys, like, I I'm good. I agree. Like it, you know, and that's what makes hockey playoffs the best uh the best playoffs out there because it is the best. Guys, yeah, they 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 suck it up like no one else can. And uh and that's you know I don't know what NFL players go through. I think that has to be the next closest uh group of players that that actually fights through injury to get on the field, get on the ice and get ready for games. Um, but, you know, NBA and baseball players, like a baseball player fucking has a hangnail and he can't pitch for, for three the, weeks. The blister. Like that. Like the, the, yeah, the, the blister or like whatever, like no one has stupider injuries than baseball players. Right. Like, uh, what I, it, uh, I would say that basketball players are ranking right up there. Well, they don't have injuries. They just, I need a maintenance day. There was a guy coming in. I saw it this morning and I was watching. Because street closes out again too, eh? There's a guy, I can't remember who he plays for. He has a a chest contusion. He can't play because uh, he got injured 
during the game allegedly, and he was doing the uh, the 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 jump up chest bump while he had a chest contusion. So uh, a chest contusion. You know, I thought these guys wore like actual kind of flak jackets uh, under their jerseys too. Like NBA just... players are fucking softer than fucking kids' baby shit. Oh yeah, you can wipe your ass with those guys. Softer than Charmin. Because LeBron's out like, t- t- today, whatever. No, oh, it's uh, no, it's, it's yeah. interesting to watch how these these NHL playoffs are, are are shaping up. I think there's something wrong, McDavid. He's uh, for the season he had, and he only has the the one point so far, maybe two in in the orders uh, for the orders. Or is it just the Kings are going? We are going to make sure that this guy isn't going to beat us. We're going to put all five guys in his back pocket and make sure he can't go anywhere. Like it's. I've watched, like, I watched, I fell asleep last night in the third period, but the first two games, like, I've watched most of it. And uh, it's crazy that a guy that usually dominates a, a game like that hasn't, hasn't been able to do it. So maybe, maybe the Kings are just like, we're not letting this one guy beat us. I think that is it because I was watching them when I was uh, looking for the game, every uh, watching the game yesterday. I was looking for 97 there. And um, there was always someone in his back pocket. And like, you know, if, you know, we call bad refing and, and what have you, I, I saw like three, four interference penalties you could have called, but you wouldn't call You wouldn't call this in a regular series. You would like in the regular season, you wouldn't call it normally because it's just guys getting in his way and slowing him down. Like they're not letting him release. And, but that's, that's what you got to do. When you, you have to have, because if you, you, you have, you're looking the other way, for one second on one shift, guy's gone. He's Seattle, Seattle's up to none on Colorado, but yeah, that's crazy. Uh, you talk about the shadowing thing, like how that happened. I remember this is this a hundred years ago now, Dave. But when I played in the Alberta League with uh, with Harry York was on our on our team, and he ended up playing in the National Hockey League for for he had a cup of coffee there, and. Uh, the I think it was McMurray Oil Barons. They uh, their their way of stopping Harry York was to put a guy like literally beside him, like 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 wherever he went, just just put him in back like like back pocket like a tin of Copenhagen, right beside him. I know it's a different it's a different brand. Of and then back then they had a they had a a shepherd's hook on him at all. Times. It's a different thing. So Harry actually so it actually ended up benefiting our team a little bit because Harry just went to center ice and just stood there, and then the guy that they, they put beside Harry stood beside Harry. <laughs> Harry Swallowson, it was four and four, picking it, four and three, good, good, good. We, so we actually won a few games, Harry didn't get any points, but it's one of those things how hockey's is so different. The playoffs are great. I, I, I think it's fantastic the way that they're rolling. I'm, I'm more vested in this year for some reason. I don't know what it is, but I think there's, they're, uh, they're going to keep going. Who wins? After we're on night four now, who do you got winning the whole thing? Like it's going to change 14 times for a roll. Uh, no, I'm going to stick to it until I tell I'm wrong. I'll say Oilers uh, Leafs in the finals. And this is what I, if we have any Ontario listeners, where the fuck do you guys get off booing your team on game one like that? You don't think that you don't think they're nervous. Game one. It was period nervous? one, man. Yeah. Like, where do you get off? Like that is garbage. You, you as fans, you're nervous as anybody. You know these kids want to try and win. You know it. You know it. Uh, that I, booing I think, does not I help. I think the fans actually have more of vested interest than the players do. That's possible. But does a boo there help? 
What's worse? Actually, what's worse, Dave? The booing of the Leafs off the ice after a game one loss or Oilers fans throwing beer bottles on the ice after a game one loss mad at referee. What's worse is uh, booing them off the ice. The 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 throwing shit on the ice was a really bad look. That was a bad look. And gonna, uh, yeah, and I'm not going to defend that for a millisecond. Don't worry, I'm not defending it. But I I think booing your team, you're already fragile ego. Like we talked about it uh, two weeks before the season ended. Like if you're the least, maybe you should tank a couple just so you don't have to play game seven at home. Now, no, and that's what I thought about when I when I heard the fans booing there at uh, MSG. Not at MSG at Maple Leaf Gardens. Really? And now this is where you want to come back. Yeah. You want the boys to play in front of you, booing pricks for Game Seven. How are they going to feel then? Ugh. Oh, they're professionals. Well, no, you're not. You're they're kids, man. They're like, kids. If, and, like, and, no, like, we'll get we'll we'll, we'll get in the segment in a second here, but no matter what, um, there's a good, a great percentage of people in a building who are much, much older than the kids who are playing. Like they're oh, for sure. like, like you know the what average I mean? age of a tenant tenant is over or... thirty. Is oh, over thirty. The average yeah. age of a player is under thirty by a lot, right? right? And um, the the players they're they're new to the franchise. A lot of them they they got traded or drafted or whatever, and they only have an a, an an eight an eight uh eight year window i guess to be a leaf where some of these fans they've been around for 30 40 50 years and i i get being upset but i i i wouldn't i wouldn't boo personally i wouldn't especially you, as a leaf fan like because you know what, like okay well up. fuck this this sucks it's not probably not their fault and they and, and if if you know maybe it's game seven they're getting blown out seven two then maybe the boo birds come out but game one don't be booing like that that was weak it was yeah weak. i was i was you know like i say my stance has softened on the leafs um i still don't like them but jesus christ like the like the most fragile team in the last 15 years and they're it seems like they're trying and you boo them in game one for laying a stinker i Oilers thought that was fans bad. looked fucking bad that looked bad that was a bad they were good. mad at the ref and i and i kind of get it they don't were, give up they they were, you know what then no get mad at mcdave for getting no points then get mad at fucking the the, uh, the team for blowing a two goal lead twice that, two two goal leads that's what they were mad at no they're mad at the ref no, they were being a bunch of fucking Northern Alberta and fucking chicken shit fucking assholes, what they were doing. That's it's kind of on brand. You know, it is on brand. I'm not, I'm not getting them. I'm, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, you know, they were frustrated because their team pissed away a lead. Um, they had that game totally in hand. They were in more control of that game than the game they won yesterday. Like, Skinner looked. Speaking of soft, holy pillowy. Yeah, man. Like those, those are that, two bad goals. Bad goals, goals that would made it two bad. two, and like he, they're they're lucky to be one one right now. Really you got that right. Yeah, and then that uh, Kron Kreider, Proofer, something kind of Russian name. Like he he scored a soft goal to give him the lead. Yeah. So it, it, it turned out. 
Um, but nonetheless, you, you know, that the Oilers throwing shit on the on the ice was on brand. They were frustrated, and then those 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 penalties in overtime, like those penalties. It, it, was, it was not game, a penalty. It was not a penalty. Yeah, and I get it, but just keep you just paid twelve bucks for that fucking beer. Keep it in your hand. And they probably had to open the beer stand back up because it was in overtime. Uh, yeah, is that how well, it works? Sit there, drink it. They, uh, who I don't know who I don't know. I remember cat. I, I I'm sure cats reopens when it's overtime or something like that. There's not many places that do. Uh, I had something else in my head. And I just forgot what it was. Must not have been that important. Um, I don't know. It was really good. It was really about was the really- lease about the Oilers throwing jerseys. No, I wouldn't do that either. It was it was Oilers Leafs. Oh, uh, one segment here. If the Oilers don't get to a final this year, uh, not winning Stanley because winning Stanley Cup's hard. But if the Oilers don't get to a, a Stanley Cup final this year, who has wasted their superstars' career more in the National Hockey League or Major League Baseball? Mike Trout, Connor McDavid. Who has wasted an all-time talent more? The Oilers oh, the or Angels. the Angels? The Angels. At least uh, McDavid's made some. They got robbed that one year against Anaheim when they had Kessler and like that. They got robbed that year. They should have been in the conference finals that year. Um, last year they had a decent run. They lost to Colorado to go to the Cup. Um, so so McDavid has two decent runs in him. Trout has nothing. So I think Trout's being wasted more than McDavid. See how it all turns out in a couple in a, in, a, in a month and a half from now, or a week from now, actually, when all these playoff first round get done, because it, it's it's crazy how they, these can all turn out. Like you look at this Colorado team who's, who was uh, Stanley Cup champions last year. Now they're down two nothing in Game Two, and then the Oilers are uh, they're one one, and you have the you have the fucking the Leafs. You don't know what you're going to get there, and if they're going to get to the second round for the first time since 2004, it's going to be interesting to watch. But it's it's entertaining as hell to me. I I, I it's uh, the first round of the National Hockey Playoffs, there's nothing quite like it. Not, there is nothing it, like it. Every year. And the series, I would like, when I was said, like uh, this uh, Rangers uh, Devil series should be good. The Rangers just won games one and two in New Jersey. And just. And it's not going to get easier for Jersey. Like they look a little. Uh, going to Mass Square Garden now. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. Rangers look really good. They're making the the Devils look bad. So, um, okay, I'm going to. Uh, the Rangers have probably impressed me the most so far, but it's time to look out for them. And then also the best series, the most violent series has definitely been um, Minnesota, Dallas. Yeah. They've developed that a dumb really good- on Pavelski. Holy <laughs> fuck me, man. I'd be out nice. for a month. Yeah. I would actually, no, I'd, I'd be dead. I, I wouldn't get up. I just like, just cover me up here. Zamboni me off the ice. I'm good. Dig the hole. Just roll me in. Oh, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com. Get 20% off your men's skincare products to keep that youthful exuberance in your mug all year long. I would imagine they have a good cream for that kid from Winnipeg. 
take care of those sticks. They actually should. I should actually give them a call and and, and say, hey, buy buy a bunch of this for you get you get that uh, get that scab off your face, and make it get it all cleaned up. Seventy five zippers, man. That's not a sneeze out. Oh no, because that's 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 gonna leave a mark. Have you ever had stitches? Oh yeah, I've I had never in have. My life. I should have, but I just didn't go. I'm scared of needles and things like that. Oh I'm no, I, of, in my, I don't like more pain. I had oh, fuck. in my life, I've probably had about fifty to sixty stitches. In in like twelve. Oh yeah. I've had stitches in my head twice. I've had stitches in my eye. I've had stitches in my lip. Just last year, I got eight stitches in my leg. <laughs> I, I, I you, you got time? I, I got a funny stitches story. My, my brother, he was, we were playing. He was, uh, I was his hockey coach at one point. Um, this is like 1995 or 97 or like, what? It doesn't much. 97. It was 97. And uh, we were playing a, a game in Stavely. And he got cross-checked in the face like I've never seen somebody. He's wearing a cage. This kid, kid, Matt Rolf, came across the ice and cross-checked my brother in the face, busted his cage, cut his head open for, I think it was 28 or 29 stitches. Like, through a cage. Through a cage, Like the the, the metal birdcage one? Oh, yeah. Through a cage, through a mask. Wilbur got 28 or 29. He fucking, and as he was going down and blood was coming down his face, like right now. And as Wilbur's fucking crumbling down, he two handed this fucker right across the back of the fucking shins, like got him in the legs. And like Mike was hurt. That kid felt it a lot more, man. Cause I, I, what a violent, violent game that was in Savely, Alberta. Yeah. Mike got 20, yeah, 28 or 29 in the head. It was, How old uh, were you guys? Well, Mike would have been 17, and I was his coach, so I'd have been 23 kind of deal, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it, it weren't good, and then, uh, fuck me, it was, like, it was bad, and then Mike was mad at somebody, well, he's mad at everybody, and then uh, as he's coming off the ice, I was standing on the bench, he whipped his helmet, he tried to throw it at, at the other team's bench, and he just missed me, so it could have been a double homicide that night at, at the, the Stavely rink. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, hockey used to be so violent, and, and what's funny is, Dave, it was so accepted. It's like, oh, well, it's what it is. It happens. Like, I, you know I what I mean? It was so accepted yeah. back then. No, Everybody was more concerned about his cage collapsing than actually getting cross-checked in the face. Oh man, I couldn't believe it. there was blood everywhere. Oh, oh fuck! And when he when he chopped that kid down, man, I oh I've never heard a scream like that in my life. And you caught know. him like right above the skate guard. All of it, like, all uh, of it. Like yeah. he got everything. The kid's probably walking with a limp to this day. Anyways, the fourteen twenty four podcast. Did it like uh, both like double minors? Yeah, I think got a minor, and that was it. Can come back out next period, and it was colder. I don't know. No, it was mayhem. It was absolute mayhem. Anyways, fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beers first. Talking a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. 
Once again, that's promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase for some Major League Baseball tickets. Dave, yesterday it all came to a head. The smartest guy in baseball, the smartest guy, in, the smartest pitcher who's ever been known to mankind, Max Scherzer got himself ejected. Uh, he had some sticky stuff. He claims it was rosin. I 100% believe him that it was rosin, but he got himself ejected that the, uh, now he's got himself a 10 game suspension. Uh, does baseball Why does he have, have a 10 game suspension? Is that it's, it's automatic? Oh, okay. It's automatic. When you get ejected, finding stuff, it's, it's an automatic ejection. It's an automatic suspension. See you later. And there's, there's no way he can, um, appeal it really. Like he'll, he can appeal it, but it's going to end up being the same thing. Dave, does baseball have a problem with because there's none of this, none of that? You can't do this, you can't do that. I was listening to a show this morning. Um, Blair and Barker, they're, they're Jays guys on, on Sportsnet, and uh, the one guy he's a he's a major league baseball player. He said, if if the pitchers didn't have something in their hands, there would be guys getting hit in the head nonstop. Does baseball have a problem that you need to at least let the pitchers? Maybe like the rosin thing has to be a thing, and because because Scherzer was swearing up and down, he actually swore on his kids on his kids that it was that it was a that it was rosin. Should baseball maybe have a different way of going about this? I think so. Um, you know, I saw a thing. It was a video put up by Trevor Bauer uh, a, a little bit ago to show how sticky rosin and sweat can be when you really work it and whatever. And he was just had a baseball in the palm of his hand and he did the, the visual yeah. um, with a baseball without rosin and then, and then a baseball with rosin and, and water and then a baseball with rosin water and sweat. And, he, and you can, you can see the way the ball stuck to his hand a little bit more. Are they, is there no rosin bag on the bump anymore? There's and that and that's the problem that Major League Baseball has. You talked about it last week with the, the Yankees, Domingo Herman, how he was getting caught uh, called on it. The uh, the the uh, the Minnesota Twins manager was a bit per- perturbed at what was going on there. Uh, the problem is is that they that uh, Herman and Scherzer both were using a rosin bag that was on the bench that wasn't supposed to be there and they were that's when they came out and there was problems Scherzer went out and there were there was one, one behind the bench or behind the mound sorry and he got caught they said, "Cake, hey, we touch your touch your hand after afterwards and the stickiness was something that they've never seen before uh not good the problem that you got is that it's the same umpire who's caught the three guys who've been suspended. All That's three guys. I, and I, I have it written that. down yeah. here. Phil Cousy, Phil, Phil Cousy, and I, he's been a long time major league umpire, but he's the guy who's caught all three guys who've ever been suspended. Um, so now you have one guy who's a detective, a sleuth of, of, of the sticky stuff. The other umpires don't really care. Um, I shouldn't say don't care, but they're like, okay, well, just, just go wash your fucking hands, man. It's, it's a bad look on baseball, man. Like I did Scherzer, did Herman break the rules? I think 100%. I think 100% that they broke the rules that are in the rule book. That, that are but per- isn't a rosin bag completely legal? They've been, but using it's the it one forever. that's, but it's the one that's on 
the bench that they're getting stung with. So, so it has to be major league provided on the mound. On the mound, you're not allowed to use a rosin bag. What's what's the what's the mindset of using a rosin bag in the dugout? When you go out, it's just there's. Well, I think I think Dave. What did I? Th- okay. I don't know. Like, let, let, like let, 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 let me read this one out. Let me read this one out. I think, and this is complete speculation. I think that Domingo Herman and Max Scherzer both 100% got caught cheating, and they both and, and Scherzer is the poster boy of being the fucking loudmouth, and he got caught and didn't like it. I think that, that that's my own personal opinion. I think so he was using was something on the bench. Is that what you're saying? I I do because the okay. the, the 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 crew chief of of the uh, of the crew that was on the umpire crew, he said he's never felt something like that before in his life because he checks a, a thousand hands a year, right? As a major league umpire, um, it's uh, I think that Scherzer got caught and he didn't like it. I think the Max Scherzer. Um, I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm a first battle Hall of Famer. Blah, blah, blah. I make $46 million a year. You're not going to tell me anything different. I think Max Scherzer got caught, and he he went on and on and on about, it's this, it's this, it's this. If you're that adamant about something, you usually don't get that, that upset about something. If you're right, you'd go, okay, man. Especially because Scherzer's 43, right? You don't freak out and go, on my kid's grave. It's like saying, on my dad's grave. Fuck off. Scherzer got caught. Todd. Scherzer, he runs hot and he sweats hard and so the raws and everything yeah. else I think Scherzer got caught and he tried to talk himself out of it and he and basically baseball the umpires went eh, fuck you he doth protest too much yes usually when guys are are, are when they get caught they're like alright well, Listen. yeah, you know, like you know, the Rogers that's my opinion defense, right? You know, when the when when the, he got pinched for uh, the Roids and and goes on and on, but you know, that's what you have to do. Um, I don't know, like if 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 there's if there's a rosin bag on in the dugout, then then like so, what should Major League Baseball do then? Like so, if there's a rosin bag in the dugout, the pitcher automatically gets dehued, no hand check, nothing. Like I like I don't know. Like how do you how do you well how do you how do you how do you how do you um how do you not officiate? How do you police it? Right? Like you gotta have. Here's what you gotta do. Like in all those crime scene movies, like you gotta get the jizz test. uh, the Hotel blue light infrared yeah the blue light the blue light color get... good no i i yeah. I, I i think it scherzer got Put caught your hands out of the scanner and yeah. then but 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 what i think that could, that could have happened very easily because nobody nobody would have cared it's game 20 right if if they would have went to max scherzer said hey dude go wash your fucking hands because after the end they said go wash your fucking hands because you're you're a hall of famer we don't need this bullshit going on right now go wash your hands use whatever the fuck we the, what, what what would be a good uh hand sanitizer get that shit off your fucking hands get rid of that fucking thing enough because they're in, in baseball and I, I shouldn't say this on the air because it's true though but there's there's rules and then there's the spirit of the rules. There's different rules for different people, and I'm I'm fairly certain that there's the, 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 and and there should be there should be different rules for Domingo Herman than there is for Max Scherzer, right? Do, do you agree with me on that that little bit? Oh yeah, for sure. Like you know, it's it's you know we bitch about it all the time, but like in the NBA, um, you know, a foul so the, is this, but that's not a foul some, here. Yeah, penalty here, penalty yeah, there. Yeah, you got to earn your right, but 
you know, Scherzer does get a little bit of leeway because he's been in the league for 20 years, right? And he's a Hall of First Ball Hall of Famer. So Phil yeah. Cuzzy very easily could have went and said, dude, like, can you just go wash your hands and this will go away? So what about that now? Like, so so when umpires are checking pitchers, then should they have a wash basin in the dugouts and say, like, well, okay, I don't know what this is all about here on your index, on, on, your, on the inside of this finger, whatever. Wash your hands. If I feel it again, you're gone. I think that would be a better way of going about it. Um, because, you know, that, because the other thing, like you, you mentioned, I was, I wanted to bring it up that since they've been doing this for two years, for this is the second year they're doing it, only one umpire has ejected three different guys. Bill Cousy's the, the pet also, detective, man. Yeah. And he's also the one that, uh, that booted Mad Bomb last year remember that one and he was he like, rubbed his hands a little bit differently he rubbed up and, and oh Matt, yeah remember, who actually got released today bomb gunner did madison oh they let him go yeah. well, the well, he, said, see you later well i'm paying 38 all, million dollars a year to be shitty but anyways well, it, it doesn't matter that does that's not the well he said his but. baseball contracts are guaranteed so yeah, he'll find a way he, to get paid but yeah it's uh he's the yeah don't and that's one thing is is he don't be a detective, be a cop. No, no, don't be a no, don't be a cop, be a detective. Okay, say, okay, listen, dude. And and, and Phil Cuzzy is why why he's the only guy. Like, what does he know that other guys don't? Like, what's sticky compared to what's not sticky? Like, is there a rookie umpire who let it go today in Chicago when the Cubs were playing the Dodgers or who where whatever? Like, is there other guys who go, okay, man, just like fuck, would you just quit it? Like it's it's it, it, it's very it's fishy. Odd. Yeah, how coincidental could it be that the that it's only happened three times and it's, it's been the, the same, same umpire. umpire three times? Yeah, and that's we're talking thousands of games. There's there there's there's fifteen games a day, X amount of pitching changes, blah blah blah, and there's only been three. And then and then this Phil Cuzzy guy decides Max Scherzer's the guy he's going to pick on. So is that is that him wanting clicks on his fucking web page? Like it, it's it just seems a bit shitty to me. I, well, that, Joe West is retired. There has to well, be now. There's a new another, there's a new Joe West. Another new a hole in blue. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 so fucking ridiculous. I mean, yeah, these guys need to have some sticky stuff on their hands, or because uh, Blair and Barker showed this morning, they said the guys guys would be wearing baseballs in their face because these guys don't know the baseballs going half the time if they just didn't have anything. And why baseball doesn't actually? Because in in Japan, in the Olympics uh, a couple of years back, they actually Rawlings has a baseball which Rawlings actually owns or Major League Baseball owns Rawlings. Rawlings has a pre-rub baseball that they use in Japan. That's already got sticky stuff on it. There's, there's no, so there's no, there's, there's no need for rosin. There's no need for spider tack. There's no need for this. There's that, no and Mississippi the other. mud on them. They put so they do that. It's just, it's, just, it's here. Here's the baseballs. They're already done. So why baseball can't can't do like what major league baseball, which is a seven billion dollar industry, why they can't have those baseballs that j- the, the Japanese league can have. I don't get. I, I don't. Well, and also as well, you see some of these pitches that are coming. The, some of these pitchers that are throwing these eighty-nine mile an hour uh, sliders, like that, just the bottom falls off them. Like, yeah. like I, I don't know how you spin a ball that hard to make it. And maybe they have to do it earlier in the count so they can get the wear the sticky stuff off. I don't know if they're cheating. I don't know, but I've seen a lot. I of know they're cheating. Uh, 
I, I've seen a lot of highlights of, of pitchers throwing a ball that's like, holy fucking shit. How do you ever get hit? Well, why don't you throw that every time? Well, like when it starts at the belt and ends off at the shins, like at, at 89 to 94 mile an hour, like you're, you're unhittable. Throw that every single time. I know they're cheating. There's no way they're not. I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, baseball a lot better than I do. There's no I, way they're I not see, cheating. I the, human, the human body, yes, they, they train harder and they have different ways of doing it. There's no way baseball has moved that way without cheating. There's not. Not not cheating, but cheating to the letter of the law. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, there, there there's a bit of sticky stuff or something, right? Gotta be. There's no way. And I'm okay with it. Like, fuck. Well, like, hey, so is a pitcher allowed to, like, grow their fingernails long and then use a fingernail file? And and make points on it and like dagger it and stuff like that. See, like, are you allowed a, to do that? That's such a non-factor because every baseball just goes goes away after one pitch or one or two pitches anyway. So it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's no, not no, but what I'm like, saying, it's not like Phil Nico throwing a knuckleball back in the day where he would file a ball down, but yeah. No, what I'm saying is they're they're actual fingernails, right? Like so if you have a nail hardener and, and, and like put lacquer on your fingernails, but actually have points. And stuff in it to dig into the theme. Wouldn't, wouldn't that replace the sticky stuff? No, maybe for, for your knuckleballer, maybe, but there's none of those. Uh, I don't know, but like it, it's all about spin rotation. And, and if one of your nails ha- like has some way to dig in, like even dig into the leather, the leather to to release it. And you never know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll These guys are trying calls, everything. Though. It's just it's they're yeah, trying but, everything. It's it's crazy that they that they have this. I mean, there's, there's there's guys that are doing everything else, and and now Major League Baseball is trying some different things. We'll, we'll get might as well get into that, Dave. Major League oh, Baseball's like got some different. Did, we're talking about the Atlantic League thing. Yeah, Atlantic League different rules are trying some different things. Atlantic League this this season coming up, and I think in a week and a half or two weeks that they start going again, uh, trying different rule changes once again, reinventing the wheel once again. Major League Baseball didn't change for a hundred years, but now they're going to try some different things. Dave, you sent me the thing from Deadspin. I think it was yesterday. Um, that the Major League Baseball is tr- going to try some different rules. Uh, the one that I saw that really kind of irked me a lot was the uh, fuck this kind of this one burned me a lot actually was the designated runner rule that basically we're going to get Usain Bolt to come out of the dugout whenever it comes uh, appropriate for for the Major League Baseball team to just steal a base. I cannot believe that that was even brought up that you have a person with no skill who's just fast. Yes, there's guys who haven't had much skill that were fast, that played played Major League Baseball, but now you're having guys who just are there to steal bases and and open the game up and speed up the game, whatever it's going to be, create action in the game. That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I have never heard something so ridiculous. Like It's, it's just... Anytime they want to, they have a proposed rule, and then now I have more questions. Like, so every time this guy hits, like, does does he stand? Like, I remember being in in grade four or whatever when when someone would hit, and then the person would stand beside them and run to first because they had a toenail injury or something like that. A run so for the catcher, the guy- so the catcher gets ready quicker, and on, on and on it goes, right? Yeah, like so. Do you run from home, or do you run from like, or like, or the the person? No, they, actually you got, they got to get to first base, and then and then, and then you have you have a runner. It's, it's, it's automatically, 
Automatically. Automatically. Like it's just like the pitcher coming up. So like if you reach base, then 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 Ricky Henderson now on the third comes up to run for 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 Jasper it's Van. So Robles. sad. Could you imagine? Like like I I get it. I I uh, what was his name? The best DH ever, Edgar Martinez uh, for the Mariners, right? Like his knees were shot, and and he was the best designated hit, uh, hitter in the history of designated hitters, I think. And uh, he had knee surgeries, but he can hit the shit out of the ball. So, yeah, man, if you can't play the game, you can't play the game. That, that is just the most ridiculous thing ever. Is the game that broken? Where And actually, you know what? Now that you bring it up. I Dave, don't think it is. Now you bring it up. I had uh, I, I talked with uh, place Winnipeg Gold Eyes professional baseball in the American Association, uh, Landon Barassa. He's he hates it the way the game is played at the amateur levels, where they have a a, a runner for the catcher so he can go get his stuff on. Where they 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 uh, move guys in, move guys out, and he like this guy's a professional baseball player. And I talk to him on a regular basis. He's a professional baseball player, and he hates the way the game's played at the amateur level, moving guys in and out and giving everybody a chance to play. And, and this is at PBA level. It's a college level baseball. He hates it. And so why major league baseball is, is considering going towards amateur baseball. Cause that's what this is. It's they're, they're moving towards amateur baseball. Why the fuck are they doing this? Like to, 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 to dumb down the game where you, you're, you're going to, well, this guy doesn't even need to know how have a glove or need to know how to hit. If he's fast, if Usain Bolt can get on base or they'll put Usain Bolt in to steal second to win a championship. That's fucked up. That is so fucked up. Wait, right. So now there's three positions. Well, positions, right? So we got the pitcher and then we got the DH and the, and the RH. The, no, sorry, the DR, the designated runner. runner. Yeah, that don't that that don't. Well, I guess the pitcher does, but then like two of those guys don't even have to put on a glove. Yeah. Come on, right? It's you know I'll, I'll give you the designated hitter, but I'm I'll never in a million years give you the designated runner. Ridiculous. That it's... is, yeah, because that's what it's going to be. You're going to have a designated hitter, then you're going to have a designated runner, so you're going to have three people. Playing one position, the pitcher, the DH, and then the runner for him. Yeah, the DH now, they're trying to get rid of that too, basically, now, Dave, because they, they went to the Universal DH. So it was the National League and didn't have forever. American League rules since 1978, I think it was, when it first came in. Now you have Major League Baseball thinking about, well, if a pitcher doesn't go five innings, we're going to get rid of the DH. And now the, the, whenever the pitcher spot comes up, the pitcher has to hit, or you got to bring a guy off the bench to hit the pitcher spot. So what do you want? Do you want the pitcher hitting? Do you want a DH hitting? Or do you just get rid of it? I, it like, what are they doing? Like what, why I mean, can't baseball just fuck off? Leave it. I, I don't understand that at, at all to, to no end. I'll never understand why they're, why they're, uh, trying to put in a rule in to, to force someone to go five innings. Like it's just part of baseball. Sometimes a pitcher doesn't have his game. Even the, like every single Cy Young winner in, in the history has gotten yanked before the fourth inning. Like some days you just don't have it. And then now you're going to punish a team that has to 
that's sucking so bad in the first inning, they're going to have to mount some kind of comeback. And you're basically guaranteeing that they're not going to have a comeback. So if you're going to pull, if, if the pitcher gets pulled before the fifth inning, you lose. So now you're taking out a power bat at Atlantic. So you want more off. Cause they said, they just said that they just said last fucking February, they want more offense. So now you're taking a guy out of the lineup that, Provides provides offense. That's his only job. It's provide offense. His only job doesn't have to wear a glove. Doesn't even own a glove. And now you're taking him out of the lineup because basically baseball wants what, what to what end? And then what happens now? Like then punish teams with a quasi salary cap for having a guy on your roster who's your DH. It it makes zero sense. And then, like going forward, like say this happens, it's like Jesus, we're we're down ten one. It's the second inning. We're we're gonna yank him. Well, then you lose your DH, like big deal. So, but then now it's the third inning, and the DH comes up. Is that just an automatic out, or are you allowed to have the designated runner hit for the so, designated hitter? So what you have is then somebody off the bench has to come up for the, in the DH spot to hit for. That in that spot every time, or else the the pitcher has to hit in that spot. Dumb. So a guy who That's hasn't hit, so a guy who hasn't hit since college, or even now now the now the kids don't even hit in fucking college anymore. So now you have a kid who's hitting high since high school has to come up in a, in a in the World Series with two men on because their pitcher stunk in the first inning. I feel sorry for the Atlantic League. Um, the, a the players who have to 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 do this and the management teams who have to try and comprehend this garbage, and then also the the umpires who have to enforce this garbage. Like that's just garbage. That's not thinking out of the box. That's just being stupid. It's stupid. It's so stupid. It, like, it's I, it's like, actually fucking stupid. When I don't even understand the logic of your rule changes, sometimes I'll, 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 there'll be a rule change that comes across in any sport. I don't agree with it, but I, at least I understand their logic. This I don't. These even ones I don't. I don't do not understand. Yeah, this is the designated runner is garbage because you know it just it's going to be for the designated hitter. So you got three players playing one position on the scorecard. So then you, so then you have this guy going here and this guy going here. It's, a, it's an umpire's nightmare. Like it would be. Like I, like I don't know. I don't know. Just go. Like Just, like when you're handing your scar scorecard, right? The D, you got your dr, you, you got your dh, and you're like imagine, you're like so you got Otani pitching, and so you don't need a dh and you don't need a dr. So you can use those for two other positions. So right? is this is this just no tanny rule? I don't know. If he has but a like, bad day on the mound, he can still fucking DH. But you know that like so so someone like yo yeah, Tanny, right? Like so he can still hit. So you don't lose you because and then you, I don't know, and then your DH, I like I don't know. But it seems like a, a pitcher that can hit would that that team would be at the advantage because Otani can hit and he can run, so you don't need your DR or DH for Otani, and you can use that the DR on the uh, on the first baseman, and you can use your DH on on your your stellar uh, center fielder who can't hit a lick. 
I'm sure we're missing something here, Dave, but it's 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 bizarre to me. All I see is Ricky Henderson come out of retirement to be a fucking designated runner. That's all I see. Good for Rick to 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 have a chance to play baseball again because I, I don't get it. I just do not understand it. I do not understand that baseball thinks that it's so broken. And now they're they're here. Actually, well, here it is. Baseball is having such a success story in quote unquote air quotes, which I don't do with my hands, but they're having such a success story with the, the pitch clock and everybody's they're jerking themselves off to not, not no end. They're going to try other things, other things just in case. And I, I think you're, you're, you're going to lose out on more people watching the game because of this, these dumb rules. I, I really do. Well, you know, and then like, what's next, you know, a, a, a fly ball, a, a, uh, the right fielder catches it with his hat. That's worth two outs. Right. Yeah. Catches it barehanding an out and a half. Savannah like, bananas or, or, rules. Or, or, or or fucking, the, yeah. Or the, if, 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 if the fan catches it, he's out too. Like, the guy, when, has, when the guy on second has to go back to first. Right. Like stop trying gimmicks. Just play the goddamn game. You, 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 you've, cha- you've made some rule changes that have had some positive effect, but it's only been a month. So let's tap the friggin' brakes. Slow down. And, and and just let it breathe and see where we're at and then go from there. Because, like, what are you trying to do here now? Because this isn't the Harlem Globetrotters. This isn't the Savannah Bananas. This is a sport that has been played for 150 friggin' years. That and wasn't we're broken. Be playing it. Yeah. It, it was broken, but like, like everything. It was, it was, it was, it was. Right? It was, it was there was not torn they, right you know and, and you know baseball it's it's happened right they, they, they lowered the mound they raised the mound right they they can do different things yeah i so. I, I don't i don't fucking get it i just don't understand why these guys in the in the on madison avenue think that they're they're the smarter smarter than the game. quit being the smartest guy in the fucking room like max scherzer got himself caught like he was smartest guy in the room throughout spring training. Look what happened to him today, right? Like quit it, just fucking quit it. I I, I think like we how the segment started. I think Scherzer got caught and he he, he was adamant about it. When a guy's that adamant, they're usually guilty. You know, that, you sad. know when a guy's when a guy says I've never felt anything like that before, maybe you should start feeling more things. <laughs> Depends if they're married or not, I guess. <laughs> Depends if they're married or not, or what whatever it might be. What do you felt? My 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 feelings. How do you feel with my hands? Uh, anyways, fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beers sports talking a whole lot more. We're right back with you guys with a round of who is better. But this thing was brought to you by uh SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com today. Grab that free beer. Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all-natural, chemical-free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so cool confident that you will love their all-natural products, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. 
Barn Burner Hockey, and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast, created for players by players. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420ESCAPED at Manscaped.com today and save yourself 20% and get free shipping on your men's grooming needs. She's almost speedo time day for you. You better get some Manscaped and uh, get things all trimmed up. Oh, don't you worry about me. I'm going to cover up what needs to get covered. Just wear longer shorts. Well, they're just like, I, I do maintain it. It's just not, it's not, well, whatever. Yeah, we don't it's, need to talk about it anyways. Yeah, yeah, it's more the long rough, not the putting green. There you go. Anyways, Dave, uh, something we started a long time ago, almost two years ago, we started this. Uh, but let's do a little round of who is better. Ready to go? I'm always ready to go. Da, uh, who is better? Actually, it's, it's uh, this uh, first guy on our on the other. Uh, who is better? It's his birthday today. Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly. Uh, who is better, Don Mattingly or Don Knotts? <laughs> Don Knotts is, is the one I knew first. Mister Ferdy really made me laugh, and then uh, also he had a, quite a career with uh, Andy Griffin on the Andy Griffin Show. Um, Mr. Furley really made me laugh. But he, he was a perfect, like the way it came about, how Furley came about after the Ropers left. Furley was really good, how he thought he was so cool and everything else. Furley made me laugh. But, anyways, go ahead. Yeah, Furley really made me laugh. Um, Manningly, it's too bad he was a Yankee. Um, probably he's on the short list of best players not to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know how he didn't get in the Hall of Fame. He must have pissed off the. Uh, he, he didn't win anything, and he played some bad Yankee teams, right? So, one of those yeah, champ, but, championships matter. Yeah, but he was always there in the on the in the batting champ, uh, in the like he hit for a hell of an average. He had a three fourteen career, eighty five yeah. MVP, Gold Gloves, the whole bit. Yeah, yeah, he was a he was a great player. Um, Mr. Ferdy making me laugh for three's company or maddeningly being a Yankee and getting screwed out of the hall of fame. Well, I think I'm going to give this one to Don Knotts because he did more with less and he made me laugh. There you go. Don Knotts is better than Don Maddingly. This is a new low for the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Well, and, uh, I, I, gave you the I asked you a question and you gave me an answer and you, you yep. justified it, so that's fine. Uh, who is better? Uh, George Jefferson. No, no, no. George Jefferson or Toronto Blue Jays hitter, former uh, Houston Astro, George Springer. Oh, George Springer. I hoped you were going with George Bell. Um, George Jefferson, come on, moving on up, Wheezy. Um, Sherman Helmsley is the actor that played that part. I laughed. I loved the Jeffersons. I thought that was so funny. Uh, George Springer tainted with uh, the Astros. He's one of the guys that actually was more. He bet apparently, allegedly, and that's we shouldn't. That's that. No, it's reported a lot that he was one of the guys who benefited a lot more from the the trash can incident situation. Yeah, and I don't know. And like, uh, what I do know is that he's been a really good Blue Jay. 
He just has problems staying healthy. It would be my bitch if I was a total Blue Jay fan. Um, I like him. Uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't wish him ill or anything like that. I hope he has a, a, a healthy season because I would like the Blue Jays to make a little bit of noise come postseason time. But uh, George Jefferson is. He's. He's my guy. Well, I won't say he's my guy. He's better. George Wasn't Jefferson he like that? That was some groundbreaking shit back in the seventies and early eighties. There, he, oh, he, 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 he was buddies with. Uh, not buddies per se. Archie Bunker, Archie, Archie Bunker it was, tolerated it. Was well, it was a it was a spinoff, yeah. right? They moved in, and then uh, George Jefferson's dry cleaning business took off, and they moved into the penthouse. They were moving on up, um, and then I forget the names of them. There was uh, there was a couple they were friends with, where the husband was white and the, and the wife was black. And I, for whatever, he's white, she's black, kids are medium rare. That was one of his lines. <laughs> Made me laugh. No. And the, yeah, and then I no, think the Jeffersons were great. Lenny Kravitz's mom was uh, the maid in that the show. Maid, the yeah. What was her name? Yeah. We'll never know. Well, Wheezy was the wife. Yeah. I forget the maid's Florence, name. Florence, Flo. Line on Florence. No. Was it Flo? No. Flo, kiss my grits. That was a total different. No, that, that no. Flo was in. That uh, was Alice. Da, Alice, uh, yeah, Al. Yeah, the, the waitress. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another one for you here, Dave. Who is better, nineties uh, teen heartthrob Freddie Prince Jr. or perennial backup who always jumped into the game a lot, had some great games for the Oilers for the Flames. Freddie Brathwaite, who is better, Freddie Prince Jr. or Freddie Brathwaite? Is that Pokey and the Bandit? Was he the Bandit? Freddie Bath- Brathwaite? I thought he was a, a no. Jet. Pokey, it? It was that was Pokey him. Reddick. Oh. Just because he was black, dude, doesn't mean it was the same guy. Well, I didn't. I don't know. Freddie Brathwaite was an oiler? Oh, yeah. Huh. This one, I'm going to put this one in a pot and say, I don't give a fuck. I honestly don't care. I have, I have zero opinion. Freddie Prince Jr., I wouldn't know him if he was sitting in my soup. That movie, he's got uh, Fever Pitch or Summer Catch. Summer Catch is a really good movie about the, uh, the, uh, the Cape Cod League. It's a, if you're a baseball person, Jasper would like it. It's a it's a really good baseball. So look for it on like uh, Netflix or something. Or yeah, it's probably not on Netflix. You probably just get it on YouTube for free. Is it a documentary or is it a? No, it's a movie. It's a it's a oh. it's, with uh, Jessica Biel is in it. Oh, well. Okay. Well, yeah, like you know, this one that could be the 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 biggest I could give a crap. Who's better? I've ever heard from you. Really. It's awful. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, maybe I, I went I a little. Maybe yeah. I took a deep dive and came up with nothing on that one. Dave, who is better, Corey Perry or Corey Haim? And Corey Haim dead now? Well, he's dead, but he had some good. Okay. Good, he had some good good movies and times. Yeah. Well, you know well, what? What Corey was better, Corey Haim or who's his buddy? There was two Corys. There's Corey Haim and Corey. Corey. Yeah, there's the Corey. Corey Feldman. 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 Oh, that's the one I wanted to use. Feldman. Who's better? Corey Perry or Corey Feldman? Yeah. I don't want to use Feldman. Sorry, Feldman. 
Feldman. Well, Who's Feldman, Barry, Feldman or Perry? I'm going to take Corey Perry all the way because uh, despite him being an, an agitator extraordinaire, he is an agitator extraordinaire. Oh, he's still, he, he, still doing it tonight. Oh, still sandpaper and and shit. He, it, what is he forty? On a and fight he's tonight, he's thirty-eight, forty years old. Chucking knuckles, former heart, got a ring, scoring goals, winning Stanley Cups, being a leader on and off. You can ice. play in my team any day. Oh, you bet. Can't stand him, but it's the one guy you want on your team. I'm for sure taking Corey Perry. That both Corey's like you know. It, it's it's a sad uh, tale of Hollywood how many kid actors got right fucked up and who's to say I wouldn't have done it if I was a uh, a teen heartthrob, but um, I was a teen heartthrob just not in Hollywood. <laughs> I don't even know what that even meant. Neither <laughs> do I. I was going to say in Bonneville or in Notre Dame or in. Uh, I think, I think in Bonneville, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I, 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 yeah, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, yeah, I don't myself know how later on. Are getting you know, 30 years later, who knows yeah. what, whatever. <laughs> because I imagine those two Corys were, 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 uh, they were given a lot of stuff that they maybe should have had a, a, a little bit of uh, parental influence on, but nonetheless, I'm going to take Corey Perry because, uh, because of his career and, and the fact that he's still a productive. Um, For a million bucks a year, probably. Hey, like just, yeah. And, and, uh, and filling a role and earning it. Right. That's love of the game kind of shit, hey. Like I, I admire that guy for being out there night in, night out, and just get like I said, he got in a fight tonight and he wants to win. And and you don't get many guys like that nowadays. It's it's phenomenal to watch and and having those guys in your locker rooms, it's 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 invaluable. Like tonight, the least, like we should have talked about earlier on. We'll get 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 out of this, but you watched. Uh, Maroon and O'Reilly for the, for the Leafs and everything else, how they were the guys who were crashing and banging. And, and if you don't have those guys, we talked about a week ago, Dave, if you don't have those guys in your locker room, in your dressing room, you're not going to win. You're not. And, the, and set the, the tone, set the tone, like, and, and to, to punch these prima donnas, not in the face, but like to smack them beside the head and said, listen, here's what it takes to win a cup. You want one of these? Like having having a cup winner in your locker room is invaluable. It it is. You can't exactly. Well, you, you mentioned that you know, like, and he's been there. He's he's a Hart Trophy winner, and he's also won a cup. So when they're going through drills or something like that, like I don't know what it's like, but then someone's not paying attention and just like a little fucking stick on the on the back of the calf, right? Like, just fucking pay attention, man. Little it's top important. of the laces, like fuck, man. Listen to this. He's talking. Quit thinking to you. about your fucking manscape deal, like whatever. Right. Like just yeah. He's talking to you, right? You're 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 the guy that that he's talking to. Not me. I get four minutes a game, and everybody's talking about yeah. me after the game. Why aren't they talking about you when you got your eighteen to twenty minutes? It's because you're not fucking paying attention in practice, and you're not taking it seriously. This is fucking serious. When we lose, people are going to ask you why we lost, not me. Yeah. Not me. Yeah, it's, it's if so I crazy. if I score a goal, yeah, if I it's score all, a goal, every, every, everything I okay. There is gravy. Everything I do is bonus. 
yeah. it's bonus at this point in my career. I'm I'm 30, 35, 40 years old. Everything I do is bonus. You are the guy who's under scrutiny right now. You're making mm-hmm. 11 million bucks. You're the guy who they're, they're going to ask questions. Do you want to be Norm's the asshole? No. Because that, that's how those guys will answer. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, quit it. Like, like, quit being stupid, as Steve would say. Quit being stupid. Yeah, quit Smack. being stupid. If this if this is a car, I'm a fucking tire. You're the engine. So, yeah. you know, if the you engine know, I, ain't I, running, I, I get five shifts turn. a night, and I, and I got six points. And I do what I can. That's all I do. What I can. Uh, it's great. It's great to watch. I mean, it's it's fantastic to watch. Anyways, Dave, what do you got going on this weekend? You're bashing it again. Where'd the wife uh, go? Yeah. God, well, you know, sometimes the wife needs a girl's weekend, so she's taking it. And so it's just going to be me and the boy. Um, boy has double headers. It snowed today. We had oh, baseball fuck. on Saturday. Uh, sorry, on Tuesday. Yesterday was uh, practice got canceled because it was too freaking cold. Today it snowed. Yeah. Saturday is supposed to be uh, 16 above. 16. 103 Fahrenheit. 100. No, that's not 103. Well, it's What's 16 Fahrenheit. In Canadian. Uh, it's, it's around 80. No, 70s. Nonetheless, it's supposed to be a day. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching the boy play four games uh, this weekend. I hope the officiating shows up and does a good job. Um, what's that? It's 64. My, my son is sitting right beside me, and he has a better math brain than me. 60, uh, he Googled it. He has no idea. What is it? 64. Yeah. He Googled it. No, he didn't. He's playing his uh, shooting game, whatever, beside me here, which is fine. Um, but nonetheless, I got some baseball. The boy and I, he wanted, uh, Kaylee had yoga tonight, and I said, let's go upstairs and make some supper. Let's do takeout tonight. And I go, hey, brother, we got four days of, of dad and boy. There's probably going to be a takeout meal here or there. So let's not start it on day one. Well, yeah, I uh, I have the pleasure of officiating officiating your son's uh, baseball game on Sunday afternoon, so that should be a lot of fun. I just hope that a certain someone keeps his trap shut a little bit on Sunday. This should be a lot of fun, though, and I, I'm looking forward to being out there with uh, with your boy uh, on Sunday afternoon to add so to one it's, of the It's going to be a total different experience for you, for me being a fan, because I'm banished to the outfield. Oh, are Jasper you? doesn't. Jasper doesn't like encouragement from his father behind the plate. I don't. I don't like your encouragement. He doesn't like my. He likes encouragement, not my encouragement. He's saying right now. So I sit in the outfield. He oh, can't I don't hear go me. out there. Yeah, I, I won't. I won't hear a thing. Yeah. So so I, I I listen for. Oh, I hear everything, but I don't. I don't listen. Little League David fan is a lot different than Wimble David fan. I really he's a lot lot quieter I actually hope so and I don't know how I got myself bringing into these games on Sunday afternoon but it'll be be a lot of fun doing uh, doing the games with a bunch of kids and then helping out the uh, sport of baseball in Leopardsville Alberta be a lot of fun anyways well as long as Leopardsville wins then I can maybe put a cold one in your oh you're gonna lose there's no getting around that whatever (laughs) (laughs) just be fair blue Tell, tell Jasper me, his team's going to lose on Sunday afternoon. Don't get in Don't around. make me come behind the plate. No, I don't. Fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four beers, sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More importantly, take, take care of yourself. See you around. Can we stick in the ice and what else, David? 
and no swinging at high pitches, Jim, and no calling high pitches strikes, Brent. I don't go high, I go wide. Okay. Yeah, I go wide. Well, the put, okay. Well, I guess. Well, do you do you? What do you do? It's how long it's been. I go high and wide sometimes too, but whatever. It if it's cold, fucking just make that. Thing. Oh, if the catcher catches it, it's cold. Strike. Good enough for me. I know, boy. Yeah, that's, yeah. But it's supposed to be a nice day. I'm looking forward to seeing you this weekend. There we go. And Jim, get us that sponsorship with the brewery. Have a good night. And turn on that fucking roommate's music. There you go. I hear from here. (laughs) 